1: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Oh, yes, you are. And I'm so glad that you stayed with us today because I have Pam Farrell here again. If you missed the previous episode, we talked about men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti. Great episode on marriage. And then the uh, the previous one, her testimony. So, Pam, thanks for staying one more day. I just, I, I, pastor's wife to pastor's wife, I really wanted to talk about ministry today. So welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you, yeah I, we both raised our kids in ministry, <laughs> yes, I just think it's uh the church is the healing agent of uh, mm. life
1: today, isn't that the truth? You know the church is God's bride, and she's precious yes, and God. beautiful, and I love the church so much, it makes me want to cry when I think about the church and I'm praying for the church in America and I'm praying that we will rebound after the past two yes. years. And that, you know, I was talking to a good friend uh, just last week, and she said, I think that the, one, the ones who were really used to sacrificing for the Lord are continuing to attend church. And I thought, oh, wow. Um, you know, I I just hope that we'll all re- realize that it is sometimes a sacrifice to go to church, but it's so important, isn't yep. it? Exactly.
2: Uh it's fun to go to church in those oh. jammies. thank God for technology. <laughs> that's Stop right. It. Oh yeah. You can't get hugs that way. Yes. You can't hold somebody's hand and like pray. Mm-hmm. You know, they just some stuff they worship. Yes. There's nothing like live in mm-hmm. person. So mm-hmm. there's just some things that live that, that's why God said gather together. Yes. You know, he knew the way he designed us and it's we're a body. We're Absolutely. a family. Absolutely.
1: You know, we've talked about at our church we're 100% digital and 100% in person because I think okay. I think we need both, don't we? What, we do. We what do. We're... because
2: the digital will help people when they're not feeling well mm-hmm. or maybe some of those that can't get out because of their, you know, elderly or frail. Or well, we were just in the caregiving season with Bill's mm. 91-year-old dad who just went to heaven and. Mm. An, he just couldn't make it to church, you yes, know right So sometimes we were next to him 24 seven so we appreciate the digital, but there's nothing like the live in person. And running your kids to Sunday school and seeing the <laughs> excitement on their face with their little craft or, you know, yes. the cookies they got or the story they learned about Jesus or the teenager that loves to go and hang out with their friends because church is a family oh, and a safe place. So yeah. good. I just love how they're both necessary in the world that we live in, live and digital.
1: Absolutely. Oh, it's so important. So tell what, what were the... Most, I guess, the highs and the lows of being in ministry. <laughs> Do you want to share any lows?
2: Right, right. Um, I think that um we went through a forced resignation. That oh. was really a very difficult season because it blindsided us. You know, That's we, our minute, our our personal ministry, our um nonprofit, um is Proverbs nineteen eight and. Um, The one who gets wisdom loves life. I love that. And um, then our our business side of what we do in ministry is called love wise, And we Mm -hmm. like to say we park ourselves on the corner of God's love and God's wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so we've always just really helped people with their relationships, with the most vital relationships. Their relationship with God, their relationships, uh, marriage, family, dating, the church, friendships, community. And so we're all about relationships. And so it kind of surprised us when a trusted relationship, um, you know, that betrayal thing that happens because we're in a broken world. Mm -hmm. Now, the good part that I would never change is that when you go through hard seasons like that, um, you lean on God, you find a sweeter relationship with God, you find strength in your relationship with God that you never even knew existed because you didn't need to lean that hard Mm -hmm. and so to see God come through financially like one Mm. of the things I prayed is Lord part of it happened because Bill was sick and uh he sort of like oh let's take care of you they're like no we'll take the church and and you do whatever, and uh, so that was like hurtful. Um, but that was a double
1: whammy. Was, I mean, yeah, it was
2: a double oh. whammy. Yeah. And so one of the things I prayed is, Lord, you know, you were there for Job, and um, Job forty two says that God um, gave double uh, to Job. And so Joyce Meyer says, God gives double for our trouble. Mm. (laughs) And so I began to pray that, you know, multiply, double the speaking engagements, um, double like our kids need college scholarships, um, double the the, the book contracts. I mean, God knew uh, what what our, we just built a building. We just dumped our whole savings into this new building. I mean, Mm. So it was like quite the adventure. God came through more than all three of our sons ended up getting athletic and leadership scholarships. And God doubled our more than doubled our book contracts, more than doubled our speaking engagements and brought Bill's help, you know, all the way back. I'm married to a very healthy, (laughs) godly guy to this day. And so you. The the preciousness of who Jesus is, um, in those tough times, I love what I learned.
1: I I think that's so beautiful because when I think about the cross and on the cross, how Jesus experienced rejection, you know, they, I mean, they, they spit on him, they pulled his beard, you know, the whole process to just the rejection of, you know, your friends and family saw this and the entire towns, you know, they were all mm-hmm. watching and participating and all of that. The, the extreme rejection. And I think because he endured that, he understands when someone rejects us. And I love how you said you just leaned in in prayer to God. So did did you see like the accepting side of God in this process? How much he loved you in a new way? Yes, how much he loves how much he cares that he
2: sees you. Mm-hmm. Recently, I was telling the story of Hagar, you know, who was being harassed and she was betrayed, you know, by the family that was supposed to take care of her, cast her out. So the single mom is pregnant, sitting in the middle of a desert. You can't get much more desperate than that. And God says, "I see you," mm-hmm. and she put up a memorial to the god who i see the one who sees me Mm -hmm. and i'm i just love that picture god sees us god cares about us he's moved on our behalf even when we can't see like right now it's super foggy i live on a boat it's super foggy here and so we can't see very far in the distance but i know the ocean's still there (laughs) i know that there are still you know Sea, sea lands out there. There's still dolphins Mm -hmm. swimming. There's, you know, there's still the lighthouse is still there, and that is what Jesus is like. That lighthouse beaming light so that we can see the next step uh, in the fog. That life just is like that sometimes. We don't know what's next. We don't know how to handle whatever the challenge is, but we know that God is our light and our life. I love that Jesus. Um, in the book of John, it says in him was light and that light was the life of men. And so he's just a light and a life that Psalm says that he's that light for our path. Oh, it's yes.
1: Step. And let's talk about the gospel of John, because, you know, you think about the character of John and how he reclined at the last supper on Jesus's mm-hmm. shoulder and just, just the intimacy the the love that they shared, the closeness that they shared. And you actually have written a new book. I think you wrote this during COVID about the good news of the gospel of John. (laughs) What, I mean, what put that deep into your heart?
2: So, okay. So during COVID, um, Discovering Joy in Philippians came out right before COVID, was discovering hope in the psalm. So, what did we need during COVID? Hope and joy, that's for sure. For sure. And then, as I'm writing about the good news, and then we start emerging from this COVID chaos, this pandemic panic, um, then I'm we hear all these bad neg- negative headlines, like mm-hmm. doom and gloom headlines. Oh, and God's for sure. like, nope, I want some good news. We're going to have some good news out of the book of John. And he's just so good taking care of us. I love that. So I got I write for this Discovering Good News in John and All the Discovered series. Um, it's a creative Bible study, so it's like deep and rich. Um, my friend Jean is a fabulous Bible student. Um, and Bible teacher, and Carla um, is my friend who's an award-winning artist, so there's beautiful coloring pages in here. And I get to write the devotionals. How do we apply the Book of John right now today? Yes. And so I decided I'm going to use the names of Jesus in the Book of John because I think that's what's good news is who (laughs) Jesus is. The light. yeah, the son of God. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the bread of life. This mm-hmm. is the door of the sheep. Oh, uh, Jesus the shepherd? good shepherd. <laughs> yeah, and I grew up, I'm a Bo Peep. I grew up on a sheep farm. So, oh. like, I grew all that, what I know about what a good shepherd looks like. Oh, that's so he, good. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And
1: he's um, our friend. But, Jesus, Pam, we're out, out of time. Is time i'm so sorry oh i wish we had more time but i love that the names of jesus go to love-wise.com love-wise.com that's pam Farrell. so much good news so much good news in the gospel of john so much hope love what a great day we've had a good conversation i'm jennifer jackson and you have been listening to simply for women to learn more go to jennifer-jackson.org have a simply wonderful day